Warning, this podcast may contain graphic and triggering content. Please listen at your own risk. Each individual struggle is different and everyone's recovery and healing journey is different. Please reach out to a certified medical professional if you need help. Welcome to episode 19 of Stomp the Stigma, the podcast aimed to fight the stigma surrounding mental health through education, awareness, experiences, stories, resources, and the vulnerable truth. Joining me to Stomp the Stigma today is Jessie Dolomont. She is the communications director and a certified music therapist for JB Music Therapy right here in Calgary and the Treaty 7 territory. She's here to talk about what music therapy is, what it involves, and how it can help our physical, emotional, and mental health. There you are. Hi, Alana. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Well, I just want to say thank you for joining me today. I'm so interested in music therapy and I'm so curious, so I'm super excited to hear all about it. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's uh, it's great to be here um, and really... Yeah, it's, you know, one of the great things to me that's come out of the pandemic has been um, a surge in podcast activity. Um, and what a great learning tool that is um, and a great way to sort of connect people. And yeah, just it's uh, it's really exciting to be part of this. So thank you so much. Yeah, I agree. I, I actually started this podcast in January of this year, so it hasn't been that long, but um, it's been so much fun so far. So you work for JB Music Therapy, and I have never heard of music therapy until very recently. Has this has this been around for a long time? It has, yeah. Um, music therapy, I guess from a historical perspective, um, really kind of, I mean, oh gosh, music as um, a modality, uh, for healing music as a, an experience uh, geared toward healing and community building is um, and wellness and self-expression is of course nothing new right, right. Yeah. Um, and certainly music therapy as a field or music therapists as um, you know care providers didn't invent it by any stretch um, you know every culture every civilization has it's music and its own ways of using music um, for community building, for healing, for ceremony, um, you know. And so the field of music therapy, um, as, as I'm a part of it today, um, you know, I think it really got a big start. Um, I guess kind of the claim to fame is the Second World War, um, where... Um, music musicians were uh, working in hospitals um, playing music for folks who had experienced shell shock uh, which we now understand is PTSD right Mm -hmm. Um, working with veterans um, on a variety of things right just kind of boosting mood promoting relaxation um, helping to sort of anchor those folks who were experiencing those symptoms of of shell shock or PTSD um, anchoring them into the moment Um, and so you know, from there, it was sort of, um, I think folks in that setting went, okay, we're on to something here, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's really specific and intentional application of music in this specific environment, um, is yielding a very clear result, right? Like something is happening here. And, 
and it's having an effect on these folks and, and the effect is a positive one. Um, and so from there, you know, you sort of see the evolution of the field of music therapy. Um, one of the things uh, that um, I remember when I started working for JV Music Therapy, um, in some of our documentation, I came across uh, this sentence, music therapy is the study and practice of how music affects people. You know, um, and I think the field of music therapy looks at that um, and practices that. Folks working in the field of music therapy practice that all the time. Um, they explore music with others. They experience music with others in the context of a therapeutic relationship and really look at and dialogue about and explore how does music affect you? Um, and how do you want music to affect you, you know? Um, so, by definition today, um, uh, and this is directly from the Canadian Association of Music Therapists uh, website and, and their definition of music therapy, um, music therapy is a discipline in which credentialed professionals, MTAs, uh, use music purposefully within the context of therapeutic relationships, which is key um, to support development, health, and well-being. So music therapists use music safely and ethically to address human needs within cognitive, communicative, emotional, musical, physical, social, and spiritual domains. So that's the big, that's the big definition. And to give you a little more detail, um, you know, music therapy might include the application of all kinds of music therapy interventions, um, songwriting, instrument playing, improvisation, um, movement to music, um, singing. And then even within those different kind of applications of music and musical elements, there are different um, really specific techniques and interventions that music therapists with different training and experience might employ. Um, we use a combination of verbal and nonverbal communication, um, as well as musical communication, of course, um, to interact with our clients uh, and to work towards their individualized goals. So you'll see us in healthcare, you'll see us in education, um, you'll see us in private practice and community settings, um, in institutional settings and even in corporate settings. Um, and sometimes we work independently. Um, so you'll see lots of solopreneurs um, or sole proprietors, music therapists in the communities that have their own practice and they enter into different spaces and provide their services. Um, you'll see companies like ours um, who uh, we are an employer of music therapists. We've got a team of 17 at the moment uh, oh. here in Calgary at JV Music Therapy. And then you'll see music therapists, you know, employed by bigger agencies like AHS, like um, education boards, right? Um, throughout the province of Alberta and, and all over Canada and the US and all over the world. Um, looks a little different everywhere, of course. Um, and music therapists often do um, interdisciplinary or transdisciplinary work. So they work with other professionals who might be working on similar goals, right? Um, mm -hmm. In my own practice, I do a lot of work with occupational therapists, um, lots of work with speech therapists, right? We're working on communication and self-expression. We're working on fine motor stuff. We're working on quality of life. Um, Sometimes we work with physiotherapists uh, to promote movement and um, use music to support some of those, um, whether they're uh, fine motor or gross motor goals um, that our clients or patients might have. Um, you know, sometimes we work with recreation therapists to develop programming or to, um, to provide, you know, a little bit more targeted one-to-one -one, um, and specific uh, musical intervention. Um, 
with those professionals or their programs. And, uh, you know, sometimes we work directly with nurses and doctors and um, are referred directly uh, to folks by them. Uh, It really depends on the setting um, that you'll find a music therapist in. Oh, that sounds amazing. That sounds so cool. And I can't believe that I've never heard of it before. You know, it's, it's funny. Music therapy, I suppose, like, I mean, we think about the Second World War, um, and that's sort of, I guess, more formal development, right, of the music therapy profession, mm-hmm. at least in my own studies. That's kind of, you know, I was taught, this is where we kind of grew our roots. And, but, you know, it's interesting when I'm connected with folks, um, you know, Indigenous folks um, in, in, in the community here, you know, I mean, drumming in community has been, is, True, is ancient, yeah right? Folks have been experiencing music as a, as a therapeutic medium. Um, folks have been using it as a healing agent forever and ever and ever. (laughs) Um, and so, you know, you've probably heard of it, you've probably encountered it. Um, and certainly, you know, more and more all the time, music therapists, as we know them today, and by the definition that I sort of shared with you, that I shared with you today, Um, we're seeing them integrated more and more um, as we learn more about health and wellness and and the many facets of health and wellness that exist you know Um, it's not just your annual checkups and your you know your daily walk all of those things are so important but what we're learning um, when it comes to development and health and wellness is that there are so many layers of our persons that that require attention and um, that need nurture and that need to be addressed and acknowledged Um, and for so many folks music is really this like organic way that we do that um, and so as music therapists our our goal is always to support folks in doing that more doing it purposefully doing it um, you know intentionally and and optimizing that in in whatever way our client might need mm-hmm. that's a really good point I think I mean music is a part of everybody's lives and I've I mean everybody's probably experienced music therapy in some form or another, just not under that, I guess, distinct label of it being therapy. Yeah, and I think people use music for their wellness, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and people use music, oh gosh, for so many things. You know, music is a part of identity development um, in adolescence, right? I mean, our music preferences are so important to us in, in that stage of our life. And Um, And those music preferences and musical memories, they stay with us through the lifespan. They become a part of our molecular makeup, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. As children, we use music for language acquisition um, and and play and socialization and um, and, uh, all kinds of spatial reasoning, right? Like every facet of development, you know, music can really uh, can touch on almost all of it. Um, and so I think, you know, when it comes to music therapy in, and really specifically related to mental health um, and what you do, you know, the mission of your podcast, I was looking at some of your previous episodes and, um, and the work that you've been doing with this podcast, um, the Stomp the Stigma, um, what a powerful name, you know, um, and the thing that for me uh, that I love about music therapy and why I am so, um, why I love being a music therapist is that 
you know, um, when we're feeling anything, any specific way, and we choose a song that reflects it back to us, that gives us a sense of control or safety, we put on our preferred music and we sit there, you know, that music will affect us and hold us. And at the same time, it won't ask us to change how we feel or won't require, you know, that we feel or are or show up any specific way. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Um, And, and that is where I think in terms of a mental health perspective, the powerful potential of um, music therapy lies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for folks who are, who have had experiences that um, might be really challenging to articulate with words, um, you know, music therapy can give an opportunity to sort of tap into some of those areas, um, tap into memories, tap into feelings, and quickly, you know, and, and without the necessity of words, even at least just at the beginning, you know, and for a lot of folks, that's, that's a really great point of entry. And so, um, music therapy is another way of accessing the benefits of therapy because there's all kinds of therapy out there and there's no one size fits all right some of us cbt some of us psychotherapy some of us emdr um there's so so much out there um and so you know knowing that music therapy is out there and hey maybe it's the right fit for you you know um whether you're a musician or not right? Whether you identify as a musician or a musical person, it truly doesn't matter. Because like you said, music is a part of every single one of us. And every single one of our lives and our stories um, have music as a part of them at some point. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I guess um, you don't need kind of musical inclination for therapy to be beneficial for you, but is it more beneficial for someone if they are already musically inclined? I would say no. No? I would say it's just different. Yeah. It's just different. And uh, every person's experience of therapy is going to be different, and every person's experience of music therapy is going to be different. Um, Certainly, you know, as a musician, you might come at music therapy a certain way, and you know, I can't necessarily speak in blanket terms when it comes to the benefit um, to musicians or non-musicians. Um, there was a, oh, there's some interesting research out there around, you know, the benefits of music um, for musicians versus quote unquote, I'm, I'm doing air quotes right now for all of you listening, musicians versus non-musicians, right? Um, and uh, regardless of how you identify musical or non-musical, um, there is certain circuitry in the brain that is stimulated in uh, or stimulated by, pardon me, music, regardless <laughs> of mm-hmm. how you identify musical or not. Um, there is a pleasure response in the brain to music always, right? Um, feelings of wellness, goodness, um, calm, right? Um, it's uh, music releases oxytocin and dopamine and serotonin in the brain, um, promoting you know an overall sense of well-being and stability. Um, in non-musicians, and, and the study to which I'm referring, um, they looked at brain activity um, in folks uh, 
watching an orchestra. And for the folks that were musical or quote unquote musicians, um, there were certain parts of the brain that sort of were more active that were related to identity. So like, hey, I also play that instrument and I relate, that's a part of my identity. Um, and certain um, even parts of the brain motor function uh, in terms of motor function that were active, like, oh, I, I rec your brain goes, oh, I know that movement, like the bow of the violin or the banging of the drum. Like my body has felt that movement before. Right. Um, you kind of mirror your brain mirrors what you observe as you experience music. Um, what this research indicated was otherwise across the board, you know, the experience is pretty consistent. Um, music creates a sense of well-being, connectedness, pleasure, um, it piques our interest, it holds our attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that regard, the benefit is going to be the same. Um, I'm a musician, you know, I mean, I came at this profession as a musician, uh, and, and, and then, you know, my studies and all that stuff in music therapy came, came after. And I found, um, that being a musician didn't necessarily make me a better music therapist you know, or, uh, or it didn't necessarily, I think it gives you a different lens perhaps, but I think a lot about one of the great gifts that being a music therapist, um, and a musician gave me is just sort of this letting go of, um, a real need for mastery, right. And being able to focus more on experience. Mm -hmm. experiencing music and feeling music and sharing music um, and understanding that those things have immeasurable value that have nothing to do with, you know, your level of experience as a musician, Um, being able to just interact musically and so freely without any assumptions about like how it ought to sound, (laughs) you know? Um, And, uh, I think that in my own experience, that's been really liberating for some of my clients who are musicians, who have musical experience, who might say things like, oh, my voice doesn't sound how it used to, or, you know, this instrument doesn't feel in my hands how it used to. And, you know, we're always reframing, well, yeah, it might feel different. And is different necessarily better or worse? It's just (laughs) different. You know, we're we're reframing and re-exploring and, and re-experiencing your relationship with this part of yourself. Yeah. And that experience translate, it translates into all manner of things, you know, um, reframing, re-exploring, re-experiencing, um, which are all, you know, really important parts of people's healing and coping processes. Right. Can I ask how you got into this, Field, like going from a musician to becoming a music therapist? Mm, yeah. Um, I grew up playing lots of music and come from a, a family of musicians. There's lots of music around uh, when I was growing up, so I didn't really have a, a chance <laughs> of doing anything <laughs> uh, different, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, you know, went to school and studied music performance and um, spent some time traveling and playing and recording and, and, and working as a musician and, um, of course, loved and still love that work and, and that um, and doing that. Um, and to supplement my income, I uh, became a music teacher, right? So I was teaching some mm-hmm. voice and some piano. Um, and I met a gal, a, a, a good friend who um, was studying to become a music therapist um, in those early stages of me uh, teaching some music classes for young kiddos. 
um, and her experience really intrigued me. Um, and, and that kind of planted the seed. And then, uh, down the road, I wound up teaching and I, I encountered a couple of kiddos, um, with special needs, um, uh, kiddos with autism, um, kiddos with cerebral palsy, just offering kind of community music programming, um, and went, you know, ah, like there's, I want to know how to do this better (laughs) for these kids, you know, um, how am I going to adapt this programming to make it inclusive for them? Um, and, and then found music therapy and that was it. And so then I applied and went back to school and, and I thought, okay, well, this will be cool. You know, uh, this will be something else that I can do. (laughs) And I don't really know (laughs) if I knew what it would be. I really didn't know. Yeah. Like I just didn't have a hot clue like, what it would be like and, and, and how much I would love it and, and how much it would change, um, me and, and what I, you know, what I wanted to do. Um, I am not one of those stories where it's like, I always wanted to be a music therapist. I always knew I, it almost happened by accident. Mm-hmm. And, um, the more I studied it and the more I, you know, experienced my practicums and got to know my classmates and got to know people working in this field, I went, Oh my goodness. Like, yeah, this is what, this is what I want to do. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was hooked. I'm hooked still. Um, (laughs) yeah. It sounds like so much fun, but at the same time, like such a rewarding job. Yeah, it's both. And of course too, sometimes it's incredibly challenging work. Um, like any other kind of therapy is yeah sometimes uh you know you're working with folks at their most absolutely vulnerable moments and music um has such an effect on people and can uh music listening to music creating music i mean there can be such really raw and visceral and emotional responses to music and um you know being with folks in that Mm -hmm. and making and trying to create an environment that is safe and that holds them and, um, and, and just being with them as they work that through, um, you know, is, is not without its challenges for sure. Um, and it is incredibly rewarding. And (laughs) I think part of that is like music itself is literally a reward. Like your brain perceives music as an award, a special treat, (laughs) which is, which is really great. Uh, you know, it does, it makes it, um, such a powerful tool and, um, such a, such a beautiful point of, it's just such a beautiful way to get to know somebody, you know, is, um, that they share their music with you, which is something that is so personal and cultural and community oriented and, uh, unique. And, um, and so it's, uh, it's something for sure that, you know, myself and, and so many of my colleagues, we talk about it a lot, you know, you never take it lightly mm-hmm. that people are willing to enter into music making with you and share their music with you because it's uh it's a really special thing and we learn so much about each other musically and yeah. uh, and about ourselves too. Sounds amazing. Uh, like with any form of therapy, you deal with some of the darker parts of people's lives. Uh, is it hard for you to kind of leave that at work when you go home? Yeah, of yeah. course. Sometimes it is. And sometimes it's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, th- that kind of thing, I think just, it takes practice. Right. Um, those boundaries take practice and, um, just really trusting like, Hey, today we showed up together in therapy and, and uh, 
and we did we did what we could do today you know yeah um the other important thing to know about music therapy and any type of therapy is that like therapy is a mutual process uh music therapists and, and therapists of any persuasion uh don't just show up like and save the day <laughs> yeah. um, our clients are doing the heavy lifting our clients right. are doing the work they are moving they are composing songs they are showing up every week for therapy they are focused they are remembering they are processing they are having very intense sensory experiences sometimes right like music is a is a full uh, full-on sensory experience and um and so you know that too is important to remember that it's 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 a mutual experience and um it's not up to you to carry it all the time okay. and just like that's why yeah. um folks often seek therapy right is you know i want to offer this up to you um and 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 share this with you and um share the you know share the uh, emotional load or whatever the physical load right mm -hmm. um Sometimes, yes. Sometimes it comes home with you. Sometimes certain things, really specific moments, right? They stick with yeah. you. And I think that's just a part of being human. I don't think there's a therapist alive that would be like, no, I never think about it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have you know? to have no emotion for that. No feelings or anything. Yeah. It's funny. One of the things that sticks with me the most is the music. Like, I, you know, I might see somebody somewhere, like at the supermarket out of the corner of my eye and, and, Oh, I'm so terrible with names, which is, yeah. Yeah, I'm here to admit it. <laughs> I'm so terrible with names sometimes, but I'll never forget what your favorite song was. You know, like I'll see somebody and go, oh yeah, that's, you know, the loves this song by the Eagles or like, <laughs> you know, um, but uh, it's funny that way. Hey, music really does burn itself into our memory. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. I don't remember your name. I don't remember anything about you, but I remember your song. <laughs> I know your face and I know your song. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, since you deal with music all day, do you find yourself like with less of an interest in music in your spare time now that you deal with it so much at work? I went through waves of that. Yeah. I think, you know, um, when I was an intern, um, and I can talk more about that, um, sort of our, our, our training procedures and processes and stuff. But when I was an intern, I was also playing a lot. I was performing a lot, um, and which I loved. I loved both of them. And by the time that period was over, my brain was like, no more music ever. <laughs> it was lots of like comedy and podcasts that I was listening to in my spare time. Um, and as I get kind of further into this and, and um, find myself kind of striking a balance between like the different facets of who I am and how music is a part of my life, um, I find myself listening to music more or craving music more. Um, I also have a partner who's a musician and who loves music and who is a music listener. I think even more than me, more than I, I have ever been. Um, and so that's good for me, you know, because uh, sometimes I, you know, I guess I've been, I've gotten crusty about it at times and, um, you know, living with him helps to keep me kind of fresh and, and still remembering that I love and, and appreciate and need music too, yeah. um, just for me. And I guess it's like with anything you love, you know, you go through waves, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay, I want to go back to the the music therapy part of it. Would you, in terms of mental health and mental illness, do you think that music therapy could be kind of the sole uh, technique that someone uses to kind of heal themselves? Or do you think it, it kind of needs to be paired with something else? Again, speaking kind of blanket terms about yeah. something as complex as mental health yeah. and, and folks who are living with mental illness is is impossible to do. Mm-hmm. I would say that considering music therapy as one of your options is really is important, you know, and, and, and it's our hope as music therapists, you know, here at JB Music Therapy, um, and at a provincial level across Alberta, across Canada, everywhere, you know, music therapists want you to know <laughs> music therapy is an option for you. Mm-hmm. And if you've never thought about it, maybe you should, um, because it's, it's, it's one of the things that's out there that might help to support your goals and meet your needs, um, in whatever way. Right. Um, my own experiences working with clients who, um, are struggling with their mental health, um, who have, um, you know, different types of mental illness, you know, whether it be depression or anxiety or schizophrenia or um, BPD, whatever it is that you might be, PTSD, right, whatever it is that you might be living with, um, in most cases, it takes a village, right? There's a team of people. There is your doctor. There is your community treatment program. There is your talk therapist. There is your, your you know, the person who helps with diet and, and, you know, there's your spiritual life and there's, I mean, mental health is a, is so complex. Um, we know that housing security, food security, financial security, um, we know that racism, there are so many things that impact one's mental health and every person's experience, every community's experience is incredibly nuanced and music therapy is out there too. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, um, what are the things that music therapy can specifically do for folks that are living with mental health concerns? Music therapy can help decrease stress and anxiety. Music therapy can help with, um, attention and focus. Um, music therapy can give folks an opportunity to participate in an inclusive social environment, right? Like to experience community, to come together and make music and experience community, um, in a safe and, and, and structured environment. Um, music therapy can improve capacity for learning and attention, um, And a really big thing that music therapy can do, it can boost confidence and feelings of self-worth. You know, Um, I am creating music. I am a musical person. I am a part of this musical interaction, right? My music, I'm sharing my music with other people. Um, I had a client once say to me, you know, it's just been so nice to sit here and talk about something other than my illness. You know? Yeah. It's like, what about all of these other parts of who you are? What about your culture, your community, your memories? What about the music that's on your iPod that, you know, helps you get from A to B? What about the music that helps motivate you to start your day? 
Um, what about the music that drowns out the negative self-talk? What about the music that reminds you that you're not the only person that's ever struggled with A, B, or C, mm-hmm. right? I mean, one of the most interesting things about music is how quickly it affects our brain's emotional systems. Um, you know, these pleasurable emotions, um, it produces responses in our amygdala, which we know um, can be a really active area of the brain in folks experiencing, um, you know, anxiety and, um, you know, symptoms of PTSD. Uh, this brain modulates our emotional networks, right? And the hippocampus, closely connected, um, centers on the emotions kind of released during bonding and attachments. So where folks who are living with mental illness might feel, um, might be hypervigilant, might yeah. be really stressed, might feel really lonely and isolated. Music can tap into those areas and can say, hey, what about this though? <laughs> um, these parts of your brain can feel other things. They can feel connected. They can feel calm, right? And focused. Um, you know, the brain's response to music isn't just embedded in the here and now, right? I mean, it's part of our relationships and our past and our memories. Um, And the other thing about music therapy and a music therapist that is a little different than sitting around and listening to music or, um, you know, listening to music with friends or, or, you know, which again are important and have benefits, um, is that a music therapist, you know, will get to know you in the context Mm -hmm. of a therapeutic relationship and will support you in determining what are your most important music preferences what are some of the sounds or songs or musics that are really triggering for you right what are your specific goals what are your symptoms in some cases right Mm -hmm. and music therapists will know how to incorporate different tempos genres tones rhythms melodies lyrics whatever that will support your desired mood state that will support your goals and there are certain elements of music, uh, in particular rhythm, right, that have really powerful potential um, to change mood states. Um, and so music therapists go through rigorous training around, okay, well, um, how do you meet somebody where they're at? And um, how do you notice and assess rhythm? And how do you enter into, you know, these different facets of music with someone um, to their maximum benefit? Um, all while ensuring that you're doing that, you know, safely and ethically. So that's, I mean, in terms of, I guess that's not a yes or no answer to your question. And I don't, I don't think it can be a yes or no answer. That's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, wow, some of those things sound like they would really work for me, (laughs) then you could contact a music therapist, you know, and, um, or you could, you know, maybe like go to a group music therapy session or, you know, you could go to the agency, uh, an agency that you're closely affiliated with that supports your care and your health and go, what about music therapy? Can you help me find it? Um, here in the province, the Music Therapy Association for Alberta can really help, um, no matter where you are in the province, can help you find a music therapist. Um, we at JD Music Therapy are here in Calgary and, and we are not alone. <laughs> there are lots of music therapists all over the province doing incredible work um, and and all across Canada too um, and everywhere. <laughs> um, I recently had a chance to like chat with some music therapists from the States and from Europe, um, as a part of this research study. And it's just incredible to hear what, uh, what music therapists are up 
to. Oh, that is so cool. Thanks for tuning in today, you guys. This is part one of a two-part episode. So tune in next week as I talk more with Jesse all about music therapy. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Feel free to reach out at any time. You can contact me on Instagram and Facebook at StompTheStigmaYYC. And you can email me at StompTheStigmaYYC at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. And if you or someone you know would like to come on, I would love to have you. Share your story, speak your truth, and together we can stomp the stigma.